Okay, guys, it is time for another best in the business, and I'm pretty excited about this one. We are talking who is the greatest intercontinental champion of all time. I don't know if there's any other ones, but we're talking WWE here, by the way, in case you didn't get that, in case that wasn't obvious. But uh, all right, I am Jake, a.k.a. Bomber. I am joined here today by Matt Zion. Peanut. Oh my God, he's alive! Oh, that, it's, yeah. oh, the coming of Jesus is back to the job of radio. Let's go ahead and let's praise the sun. He's he is here as long as the Mexican it, isn't here. God damn it! Yeah, Peanut, no Mexicans Peanut. allowed. No rab, but we do have the outsiders. We got Lee. We got Scott. Guys, are you ready to talk? The greatest intercontinental champion of all time. We are gonna protect this uh, more really. than you can ever see, but no Mexicans. Fake news. Yeah. Yes. Uh, f fuck that Mark who uses Matt Zion's picture and is always in the comment section. <laughs> nah, yeah, that guy's guy good at getting under people's uh, skin. He's good at it. He doesn't get under my skin. He just bores the fuck out of me. He should try better next time. Oh, oh Lee's firing oh. shots. Oh, no. Lee, what if it was revealed one. that that's just me? <laughs> I just use well, then I'd, I'd be really disappointed in you. I, I, I would have <laughs> thought better than that, but... Bomber, by the way, there is also the IWGP Intercontinental title. That's obviously this is WWE. Yes, so. yes, this yeah. is the WWE. There is one. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, all right. This is a small um, bracket too. Let's throw that up there. There is almost a hundred guys who held this belt. They're not all great. So. Yeah, and <laughs> we're, we're talking the reigns, not the guys who held it, but the reigns of the guys, right? Yes. This is yeah. this is overall to your opinion, yeah. who is the greatest Intercontinental Champion of all time? This is brought to you by your WWE heavyweight champion, Jinder Mahal. Terrible, hey. uh, nice way to uh, date this, but I hate yeah, you. By the way, and also, <laughs> Matt, I believe you and I are the only ones still undefeated with our picks. Oh, still, still dating. You guys are continuing to date Ooh. this. This is supposed yeah. to be evergreen yeah. content here. I don't care. No, it's, it's fine. The streak you, No, Jinder is going to have the title for 10 years. Well, oh, that, yeah. That's also possible, but. Probably Listen, Bomber, I, I, I used to think you were a pretty cool guy. I didn't think uh, you were one of those guys who was going to discriminate against gender. But yeah, he's hindering, but, he's hindering I mean, the gender. But, you, but your 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 gender discrimination is just it's it's uncalled for in 2017. So <laughs> yeah, sure. it may be terrible. Stop dating the goddamn video. Here we go. Yeah. We're going to do this in, thing. No, no, it's a long weekend here. In 2017. <laughs> Hollis champion. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. So, so let's start. Let's go. This is a 16 person bracket, and this is basically what we wanted to do from day one is all 16, but it's morphing into different things. But anyway, we're gonna start off match number one up in the top left. We're talking Rick Rude, ravishing Rick Rude versus Tito Santana. I don't think I did that right. But anyway, um let's see. How about Lee? How about you start this one off? Who do you think between those two was the greatest intercontinental champion of all time? Between those two, uh, Rick Rude had the more high-profile matches uh, when he was holding that belt, and he was definitely slotted for something bigger. You know, it was just unfortunately injuries and shit kind of sidelined him way too early. Tito Santana, uh, come on, he he was always just kind of jobber to the stars for the most part. He had some tag team success. I honestly. Didn't even remember him having the IC belt to give you the fucking really? truth there. Yeah, I, I couldn't remember it at all. Uh, it was that significant in my mind. Rick Rude, I definitely remember. I definitely remember some of the big matches he had with it. So I think Rick Rude just goes ahead. I mean, you could probably argue Santana's the better worker, but he was also just the jobber to the stars guy. So it's just like, eh. 
That's perfect. Okay, well, that's uh, that's one for Rude. So I'm gonna jump in right quick because I got, I just gonna, I'm just gonna count on you right here. Uh, Rick Rude to me, I I do remember him as champion. I remember like that being a cool thing. But you know what? Um, as I went back and looked at it, and I I looked at who he fought and watched some of his matches, I completely did not realize that Rick Rude's title reign was a complete sack of shit. And my that's my opinion because guess what? After looking at it, I think Rick Rude's title run was nothing but it revolved around Ultimate Warrior because he beat the Warrior, took the title, which was huge, by the way. That was a that was that was a big thing. But his entire time holding the title, he didn't do shit. He didn't face really anybody like noteworthy. There was no memorable matches. But and then next thing you know, he loses the title to Ultimate Warrior. I think because Ultimate Warrior was such a uh, mega star um, back then that. The title was elevated so high that when Rick Rude got it, he was automatically put on this pedestal, and then he was automatically up there no matter what. I don't think he elevated the title. It's hard to elevate the title from Ultimate Warrior anyway, but I don't think he elevated it in any way, and I don't, I don't think he really diminished it. I think he was just there. He, he had that one reign. Um, it, was the, it was 148 days. And that's a good length, but again, no big matches, nothing special. And then I went and looked at Tito, and I remember the only stuff I seen of Tito back when I was younger was a lot of, as you said, like his tag stuff and stuff like that. And I remember him in the like every single fucking Royal Rumble there ever was. I remember he would he would always run <laughs> yeah, in there. And he would I, always I, pop up in a battle royal. Yeah, and he was just that guy wearing the white trunks and or fucking yellow trunks, whatever the fuck, or pink. No, that wasn't pink. That was Martel, right? Yeah. Anyway. Um, he really didn't stand out to me at all, but I went back and looked at his, uh, title runs. He had two of them and I don't think Tito elevated the title when it came to like popularity and prestige and stuff, but I think he definitely elevated the title when it came to match quality because you had guys like Morocco and Patterson and, uh, Pedro in, um, uh, some other fucking guy that nobody remembers was Intercontinental Champion for a long time. Uh, and he came in, and he, to me, was the first guy that was a good wrestler, a good worker, and put the title on the map for being a good, uh, I guess, perform- like uh, ring in-ring performer, I guess you can say. So, actually, when I went back and look at it, I'm going to go with Tito Santana here. Um, he had a lot more interesting matches with people like Paul, Orn- uh, Paul Orndorff, uh, Iron Sheik, Brody Piper, um, even Mr. Fuji. So I think that's, I don't know. In my opinion, I think Rick Rude's title reign was uh, completely overrated. But that's my opinion. How about uh, Matt Zion, you go next. Well, considering uh, our, our savior, Jinder Mahal, just won the, the oh WWE title last night. Uh, that that has a lot to do with my decision making here. No, I just think Rick Rude's interaction with Ultimate Warrior means a lot more than anything Tito did with uh, the IC title. So Rick Rude. Okay. All right. There you go. Uh, Scott, how about you go next? That's kind of hard to argue against. Um, Rude literally stole it at Mania from the Warrior and then lost it back at SummerSlam to the Warrior, mm-hmm. and that was simply Warrior getting comeuppance against Rude and Happy Day. Uh, there was no pay-per-views back in the 1989 when they did that. It went Mania, SummerSlam, Survivor Series. So, big show to big show. 
Kato had it. He uh, took it from Morocco. He traded it with Valentine, got it back, and then lost it to Macho Man, who I remember is the first IC champ when I was watching stuff. He was the one who had it. So I always saw footage of Tito, and then I knew him from other stuff. I never knew him as IC champ, but he did have it for a fair stretch um, in the 80s, but nothing noteworthy. All the stuff that he did noteworthy was more stuff like Strike Force and things afterwards. So I've kind of got to go with Rude, because even though his reign... Like, he didn't defend it against notable people. It was much more noteworthy, maybe thanks to the era, sure. But it, it was just a bigger deal. Like, he, he had feuds with this thing airbrushed on the tights, and it means more than this. And It was great. Uh, Rude, neither guy elevated it, but Rude benefited more. So, I'll go with Rude. All right. Uh, Peanut, who do you got in this one? Well, Bummer, you kind of sum things up great for me. Um and it's the first round, so I won't go on and on. Uh, my pick is Rick Root. Um, really? That's really? it. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> what the fuck? Wait, that, that was, the fifth, that was wonderful. Pick. It, it, was, uh, it's a, it doesn't matter really who I vote for. right? Well, ladies and gentlemen, Peanut. Uh, he already yeah, moved on. Yes, so. cor- technically, yes. Uh, that's three. There were three votes for Root already. And we only have yeah, we only have one hour, so I just want to keep things <laughs> Yeah, we only have one hour. So one hour, 58 minutes one and hour, two seconds. You obviously have never, listened, you have never listened to one of these. Okay, so ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> moving on in the bracket, the most overrated uh, – oh, that's not right. The most overrated uh, champion, intercontinental champion ever, Rick Rude. Okay. Ever? I don't know. Oh, we got oh, we're, Uh-oh, we're we got another Daniel something. Bryan going. Oh, yeah. let's go. Let's move on. Let's go. Who's Here next? we go. Uh, we'll the next, the next match, Don Morocco versus Jeff Hardy. Okay. Uh, Zion, you want to start this one off? Not really. Because okay. uh, I don't know much about Don Morocco. I want to hear Lee first so I can you piggyback off of Lee. Lee first. <laughs> okay. Well, Lee, you've been, uh, you've been thrown up there. So. It's a new show. Lee first. <laughs> Who do you got, Lee? Oh, man, honestly, this is going to be the hardest fucking uh, thing that we do for, as far as uh, brackets go because... Really? Honestly, I don't I don't remember most of these early fucking IC title guys. Like, this is the period of the WWF that I just can't fucking watch. Like, it's just... Mm. The in-ring is generally so fucking bad before guys like Macho Man and stuff came onto the scene and really started to elevate the work rate. It was just that slow, plodding New York style where there was very little technical wrestling. It was all just fucking punch, kick, rest, hold bullshit. And unfortunately, I'm Don Morocco just kind of comes out of that era, and I don't remember any of his IC title stuff for the most part. And honestly, Jeff Hardy, I don't remember any of his fucking IC title stuff too because it's another period where I really didn't watch WWE that much was, you know, when he was having his first sort of big run through the through the fucking federation, and man, um, yeah, I'm just gonna say Jeff Hardy, I guess. Oh, I remember I remember him a bit more than Don Morocco. That's about all. There, all I remember from Don Morocco from the '80s, honestly, that I've watched is fucking uh, is uh, fucking. Uh, stuff he did with Mr. Fuji. Uh, was it Karachi Vice or whatever the fuck it was? Mm-hmm. Fuji Vice. So, Fuji Vice, yeah. So that, that's all I remember. Like <laughs> The rest of it is just like, yeah, I, I just can't watch WWF from that period, really. It just kind of, ugh. Okay. 
Uh, throw it back. Throw it back. Uh, no, uh, I'm gonna no, go. No, throw it back. No, <sighs> no, no, no. I, get, no, I gave him a pass. Okay. Yeah, fuck go yeah. For, fuck go yeah. Jinder Mahal rules. God damn. That's go for rules. it. Wow, great job being a host, Bomber. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Don Morocco. Uh, I've seen a couple of his matches. I liked his character, but Lee is correct. His work. The, the, he came from a time where wrestling was shit. Like it just was. It wasn't good. It was all about characters. I liked his uh, promos. I remember the few things about him are he had really really fun promos. Uh, but I mean, I I would just I don't even think it's that hard to pick Jeff in this. I don't think Jeff's gonna go super far. But I think Jeff did more with the ice title. Like I always remember when Jeff won it the very first time, the throwaway. Uh, title run where he beat Triple H like when they were doing the Hardys versus Triple H and uh, Austin thing. Mm-hmm. So that was a pretty memorable moment. I think I just think Jeff was was using it to eventually get up to the heavyweight title. And that's that's like my biggest thing. If they used it to to elevate themselves, then I think that's more important than somebody who just used it to just hold it for a really long time. Yep. So um, I'm gonna go with Jeff Hardy. All right. Uh, you're definitely gonna hear me talk about that as we go through this. Uh, exactly what you said right there. Um, but in this match, I will say that uh, you guys are way fucking wrong. Um, I've done obviously a lot of research on this, watched a lot of stuff, seen a lot of stuff, and Don Morocco. Yes, he was before our time uh, as far as when we watched and stuff like that. But man. I didn't realize how big of a role Don Morocco was in the history of the Intercontinental title. I'm not just talking about like how long he had it because he ended up having it for a total of 541 days through two reigns. And just put that in a little perspective, him and uh, Pedro Morales early on, they held the title, just the two of them, from 1980 all the way to 1984. Okay, That's just two guys. They traded the title like twice, I think it was, and... Like, meaning they each only had it twice over four years. And I'm a huge, huge, huge um, title history buff. I really do like long title reigns. I like seeing, uh, like, just long, historic, epic title runs. That That's really big for me. And I, I don't know any way to put this than you guys are crazy because how do you not know? Okay, everybody probably knows it from Jimmy Snuka. The leaping off the top of the cage, right? That was in an epic, a fucking amazing cage match with Don Morocco for the Intercontinental title. Which I know a lot of guys, you've seen just the one clip of Jimmy Snuka jumping off the cage, hitting the splash, and that's all you remember. Almost, uh, I mean, that's what Because that's all, that's all that matters. Nobody cares that that's Don Morocco that was, took the splash. That was shown for a Snuka moment more yeah, than nobody, anything. Yeah, nobody gives a fuck who else was in that yeah, match. It was, I, it I, was I, the splash. I, I've seen the match. It's not that yeah. great. Ba- at that point in time, that was one of the good cage matches in the WWF, which back then it was, I don't know, it cage matches. Were yes. It's good murder. Murder. No, murder yeah, you're right. You're right. But yeah, those good matches were rare in the, in the WWF. Sure. I mean, let's, the, let's get serious. Come on. Yes. Most I know what you're stuff. saying. For it, that it totally shit. important. For that point in time, it was a very good match. It had very good moments and stuff like that. That's what I'm saying. That's that's all I'm saying. And Morocco always found a way to come out on top. And he did. He had a long list of guys that were great guys that he beat. And I think he was a fantastic guy. Him and Pedro, to me, I'm going to say it later on when we talk about Pedro, but both of those guys, to me, were like the foundation of the, uh, the Intercontinental title. Those guys fucking brought it up to... 
be a major title and actually worth something. Even though we didn't watch it back in the day. I went back and watched a lot of stuff. People were fucking nuts over Pedro and uh, Morocco. Now, as far as Jeff Hardy goes, I fucking love the whole thing with him and uh, Triple H. That's, to me, I vividly fucking remember that whole thing between Triple H and when Jeff Hardy came and won. Matt came out and everything and hit Triple H. I was going fucking insane. That, to me, also was the moment where I realized that Jeff Hardy can make it as a solo guy, as a solo star. Um, and that piggybacks right off the perfect point you made, Matt, saying that he, he ended up using it as a title that would go on to elevate him to get the world title. And that is always huge. But I don't know. I, I just... Maybe old-fashioned here as far as some stuff goes, but I'm going to rely on the building of the title as opposed to Jeff Hardy having just some decent matches, nothing super memorable, decent matches. I'm going to go with uh, Don Morocco on this one. Um, so, Scott, I'll let you go next. Um, I'm on a, a bit of both sides of it because I love the title history. I've got, I've got it up here while I'm looking at it, and you're right. Um. Morocco and Morales, uh, their second reigns were both over a year, and Hell Pedro's was just like twenty days shy of honky tonk, and that's the record. So yeah, there's some big history there. Um, those guys did help make the title what it is because it went right from them into Santana and Savage, and mm-hmm. now we're into that era with Steamboat and all that. So they did help create what this damn thing even is. Hardy, you're right. His matches. I don't remember specifics about them, but I do remember them being wars for that title. Like, that thing meant everything to them, because the prestige was there, and they were going for it. And that mattered, and they wanted it. Um, he feuded with, what, uh, Morrison, or Nitro he was at the time, Umaga, stuff like that, Kofi, I think. Yeah. Um, I, I kind of leaned toward Morocco in this, simply because of what he did, because Morocco was all kinds of awesome back in the stuff I have seen from that. His matches might not have been as much, but he was, and he was the magnificent Morocco. Officially, I think was his ring name Correct. when he was yes. the bad guy there. He became Don the Rock Morocco after that. And, but no, I think I think I got to go with Morocco just from how he helped create the foundation of what the thing even is. Mm-hmm. And I don't think Jeff Hardy is one of the guys who surpassed him on that. Others definitely did. I'm a big proponent in someone doing it better later. Hardy fought wars for it. But I think Morocco's were just a bit better in that sense, like in what they meant. Gotcha. Yeah, and definitely, obviously, Jeff Hardy is the way more entertaining wrestler to watch. That's no doubt about it. But as far as when you think the greatest intercontinental champion of all time, I don't know how anyone in the world will ever say Jeff Hardy over. We're getting there. Jeff Hardy over Don Morocco. But guess what? Your reason right there is because a lot of people don't even think of Don Morocco. I know, I know. Because more people, way more people know about Jeff Hardy. That is, that so is it's, that's the unfairness inherently of it. So right so now... So the deciding vote goes to the youngest yep. person. That's it. How <laughs> fun is this going to be? Peanut, the, it's two um, to two. Who gets the win here, Don Morocco or Jeff Hardy? You know, Don Morocco, I know him as a guy in the Hall of Fame. 2006, maybe. I could be wrong about that. So, like, I don't really have any background on him. Uh, Jeff Hardy, I kind of grew up watching him. Uh, those memories are there for me. Um, and I think, you know, those are some fun matches that I could actually go back and watch. You know, uh, Scott mentioned his matches with Nitro. Like that ladder match on Raw was, you know, phenomenal. 
Um, who gets the vote, though? Hmm. Ooh. <laughs> oh, please don't do that. Jeff Hardy. <laughs> Jeff Hardy. Okay. Oh, okay. All right. Okay. <laughs> Suck it, John Don Morocco. Oh, okay. shake your little orbs with beans in them. Okay. Okay. Um. All right. We are already off to a fucking horrible start here. Oh, this is amazing. I love it. Hold let's on, make whoa, let's whoa, make no, Jake no. as mad okay. as possible. Remember everything I said about how you know both are good. Remember, goddamn it, bomber. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you have your opinions, but they're wrong. You need that on a shirt, for Christ's sake. I guess so, but no, seriously. Jeff yeah, Hardy right. over Don, yeah. goddamn Morocco. That's yeah. all right. I mean, you know. I mean, I, I Peanut, get the argument. fuck out of here. Get Bring the coin back. Get the fucking you, coin Peanut. in here. Thanks for siding with the real people. Let's move on. This is going to be good. I'm just one. trying to win uh, Matt Science Love back. All right. Yeah, no, side with yeah, him. Bomber, the Daniel Bryan only had it for two months before he got hurt. Otherwise, you know he'd Move, be on here. Moving on. Here we go. I think he should. Uh, the next match. <laughs> The next match, we have Chris Jericho versus The Miz. Uh, there's probably a lot of people arguing that The Miz should not be on this list, but either way, we're going to start with this. How about, Matt Zahn, you know both these guys. How about you start yeah, this deserves, one for real? He totally deserves to be on here, because Miz has had, I'd argue, in the last, like, two years, Miz is easily one of the best champions. The problem is that he's never going to be evaluated to heavyweight title, and Jericho's reign... I don't think Jericho's reign ever really elevated him. Um, they just kind of pushed him when they were ready because he just was mid-card for a long time until they finally gave him a push. Um, but it's almost like father versus son because <laughs> they're almost the exact same type of champion to me. Um, they're just placeholders. They're just kind of holding it and because they need someone that's reliable to have the belt. Um, but they're both good. I both, I've both i liked both of, their, uh, the, both of them as champion. Uh, Miz has been stronger recently. Like, I think Miz is... Uh, previous run on SmackDown as champion was stronger than probably anything Jericho did. But Jericho, whatever you think IC title, like I think Jericho is one of the contenders for best of all time. And not only has he held it the most, but he's he's always God. He just was one of those guys who's always so reliable that they could put him in a match and he would always get it over. Like he's just he's just a very reliable person to put the IC title on when they didn't have a clear goal for it. Um, I'm going to go for Jericho just because I have fonder memories overall of Jericho as champion rather than Miz. Like, I think Miz's one run was really strong, but his other runs were just all right. They weren't, like, super great, like when he won it or lost it to uh, Barrett, wasn't it? Or, and then he, like, won it back and stuff. So, yes. I, like, the, the original ones weren't that great. But that, that last one on SmackDown was fucking awesome, but it's not good enough to bump off Jericho. So I'm going to go with Chris. All right. Uh, I, I'm going to go next. I, I know... Uh pretty confident Jericho's going to win, but I'm just going to go, I'm going to talk more about him later because I'm confident he's going to beat The Miz. I'm just going to tell you motherfuckers why you should not vote for the goddamn Miz here. Yes, his first title reigns, I think his first, like, four title reigns of his six were all absolute fucking horse shit and just, that is one of the reasons a lot of people listen to the show, if you haven't before, guess what? I, I've never liked The Miz and the Intercont- what he did to the Intercontinental title is why a big reason why I don't like the fucking Miz. He, to me, destroyed the fucking Intercontinental title. The prestige of the title went down so much with the Miz's first fucking title reigns. He was like, there was this whole section of the Intercontinental title uh, history with guys that should never have ever fucking touched the title let alone held it as many times as The Miz. I agree, The Miz probably should have been a champion at some point in time, but you had guys like Curtis Axel 
uh, Ezekiel Jackson, Drew McIntyre, Wade Barrett five fucking times. Wade Barrett held the, this title. Kofi Kingston four. I like Kofi, but four times as Intercontinental Champion. No, fuck off. Um, no, this whole section of like current. These are like the current generation, I guess, of Intercontinental Champions. The Miz like started the shit run of just he wins it. Loses it to some shithead. Wins it again. Loses it to another shithead. Wins it. Loses it to another shithead. It's wait. Um, he lost the title to Don Morocco. No, goddamn. <laughs> no. Uh, so that's crazy. No, but this is so political of you to to talk someone down instead of talk up your guy. But at the end of the day, uh, <laughs> yes, I also do agree. The Miz has done really good things and is actually beginning to elevate the title back up to something worth, worth worth a damn. But he was a big factor in destroying the prestige of this title. I want to say one thing, though, real so. quick, because I don't, I don't want to be, like, super hypocritical on it. But yeah. uh, I, I personally think Jericho started the whole, like, wins it, loses it, wins it, loses it. Like, Jericho's the first guy that I remember that they would put the belt on, he'd lose it, and then he'd win it back a couple weeks. Like, they did that mm-hmm. when, Cor- uh, when The Rock was but- gone. The Rock was gone on an episode of SmackDown, and they had Jericho in the main event, and they had him lose the belt to Benoit, and then he won it back immediately, and then they just exchanged it. So, like, Miz, Miz, no. again, was, like, the son of Jericho. Jericho's the one that started the flip-flopping. Yes, You no. want to blame anybody, you no. blame Jericho. No, I am not blaming the flip-flopping. I am blaming the flip-flopping to horrible other, to, to champion, to different people, to other people that oh. should never even be in there, that he, did, <laughs> that he oh, didn't have go good next. matches, that he did not have good matches with. Jericho had amazing matches with China. Benoit, Triple H, RVD, Shelton, Rey Mysterio, Hardy. He even had a fucking great match with Kane. Um, and The Miz, no. Just no and no one and no. Lately, Wow, this is real bias. This is real bias, buddy. Because they're both exactly the same. They both flip-flopped. doesn't matter who they did it to. They both flip-flopped. I don't know. I, just, I think you hate The Miz. That's all there is to I, I, I absolutely well, do hate The does. Miz. And it's because <laughs> of what he did with the Intercontinental title. But anyway, <laughs> also, I'm going to go. Also, he CCW. I'm going to go, no, Chris Jericho is my pick. Um, You want to go next, Scott? Go for it. I do, because everything you're saying is, like, loosely true, but not really, but is. Huh? Um, What's wrong? I see what you're saying. I do see what you're saying. That 2009 to 12 period with Barrett and Kingston and Ziggler and McIntyre and Morrison and Mysterio, it bounced around so much, but you go back almost five, six years to when Jericho was kind of last having it. And it traded monthly. And a big part of that was because they were doing the brand split and things like that and trying to make these things elevated and make it seem like our show is important. Look, title changes, blah, blah, blah. And the whole idea of pay-per-views every month and all this stuff was running thin. Let's get people to watch it. Let's have the IC title change. That title had been weak since around Hardy having it and such. Like it, It was weak for a good 10 years. They unified the damn thing and got rid of it for a while, if you remember. I do. So it, it, they brought it back. Cody brought it back with the white strap. That was awesome. And Miz was around that period. And he was just one of the guys, along with Axel and Barrett and Big Show. They tried to do stuff with it, but no one took it seriously because it was so devalued. And that was before the Miz. He didn't help raise it, but it was down there. Like, we're talking CM Punk and JBL of this period, even. No. Um, so Okay. Yeah, so the, to come around to it, Miz, his fifth reign, which was that incredible one with Ziggler and all that when he stole it from Ryder with Maurice back, is almost enough to overlook all of that. 
I think. Um, but, I mean, Jericho is the nine-time one. He has it most than anyone. At this rate, Miz will get there. He only needs three more, and it wouldn't surprise me if he did it. I mean, he should have won his seventh this past week, for crying out loud. Like it's, He's doing the same thing. And it really is, like Matt said, an even battle in that sense. None of Jericho's reigns have been as good as Miz's fifth. But I think stuff during Jericho's reigns were better, like the ladder match with Benoit, the manias and stuff with Angle and all that. They were better overall. So I am going with Jericho, but Miz was pretty damn good this most recent time, but you can't blame him for the decline the title had when Christian had it and it wasn't even on Mania or things like that. Like, it's not just him. There was a lot of people. He's one of them, Mm -hmm. but there was a lot. So, like, Um, JBL and Mysterio, for crying out loud, was a weak, weak, weak feud, and that actually made it to Mania and ended in 30 seconds. He's not the only guy to pull this shit. Sure. um, But you have to see a huge difference. Jericho, the Intercontinental title, is known as a fucking... It's usually the best match on the card. It's usually... And whenever The Miz had it, it... Miz versus Ezekiel Jackson. Is that going to be the best match on the card? No. Jericho versus Chris Benoit. Is that going to be the best match on the card? Yeah, it might flip-flop. Jericho and China. Fucking amazing shit. Jericho, Triple H. Those were still... That held the integrity of the Intercontinental title. When, But with the Miz matches, Miz versus... Who the fuck was that? Drew McIntyre. Curtis Axel. Like, fuck that. No uh, way. Jericho Jericho and China was not amazing. I just No, it wasn't. I remember no, that being... I, I remember... I remember enjoying from with quite this a bit. China's matches with Jericho were met. They were uh, man, the only reason I remember them is because she won the belt. That's it. I remember nothing dude, that happened in those matches. I remember. Do you them remember being when good. Jericho traded it with RVD? I don't, but they did. Like stuff like that you're talking about it, it is like it's not as memorable just because of the names that were involved. I don't remember that don't stuff. Remember. I remember he had it nine times. Okay. So none of you remember the stuff with China. I remember it, but it because it was China. That's noteworthy. But you don't remember. She, oh, okay. You don't like, like you don't remember was, when like they had the they were they ended up both being champion at one point. You don't remember any of that. I remember, yeah. that doesn't yeah. mean it was good. I remember that being one of the stupidest things I've ever seen. Oh my god! Yeah, I hated the co-champion. Wow, <laughs> that was horrible. I love title histories. I'm like, what the fuck is that? Okay. It's a thing that happened, and here we go. That doesn't make him one of the best champions. He had to share one of his reigns with someone who really shouldn't probably have had it. Okay, well maybe it's just me, and it was entertaining to me. I don't know, maybe because I just yeah. liked yep. it. But. Yep, if it could have been entertaining, that, but you're saying that's one of the best is, ever. That's exactly. Anyway, it. we got to move on. But I don't Lee, that, go for it. Blaming Miz is horrible for that. So yeah, you can't throw all the blame on Miz's back, and it sounds like you're trying to really do that, which is just kind of dumb, I think, because the Miz can't help who he had opponents with in his first three or four reigns. I mean, the mid card was just decimated and just full of fucking creator wrestlers from WWF 2000 or whatever. You know, it's like fucking. You, you, you just can't blame him for that because The Miz, yeah, he's not the better worker than Jericho. You can definitely make the argument that in all of Jericho's title reigns with the IC title, he definitely had better matches overall. Fine. But The Miz has actually done something to elevate that title in the last couple of reigns that Jericho never actually did. So uh, I have to give it to The Miz, honestly, because, I mean, when I think of Jericho, when I think of his significant title reigns, I think of, like when he came back as that dead serious character and held the world title for a while, that was a great run. I can, I think of his cruiserweight championship, 
uh, run in WCW. That was a great run. When I think of his IC title runs, I don't think of any of them as being great or impressive or doing anything for the belt. Uh, when I think of The Miz's last couple, I think at least The Miz has done something with the belt and stepped up and gotten better and noticeably better. And so I have to go with The Miz. Okay. I Also, I will say that I believe The Miz <laughs> will definitely pass Jericho, by the way, as number of title reigns. Oh, yeah. Yep. I'm surprised you don't like him more. He hates Brian, so... Yeah. <laughs> hates him. Anyway, so here we All go. All right, uh, Pino, he got... Uh, well, Lee, you said it well. I was going to kind of jump on that. Like, The Miz, when he had his last run, it was like one of the first times in a while where you were like, the Intercontinental title match should be the main event. I think it was at No Mercy or whatever with Ziggler. Um, when Jericho had the title, he had some good feuds. Uh, Mysterio come in mind. That was back in 09. But I think the Miz's past year as champion and, you know, 10, 15 years, that might go down as a great, one of the greatest runs of all time. So I'm also going to give my vote to the Miz. Okay. Yeah, and that that is one thing that kind of sucks that the Miz has still got future stuff. But, I mean, yeah, that is kind of shitty. That I, I do agree. He's definitely on the upward uh, upward trend. He's definitely doing stuff now. Um but that is unfortunate that he still has a long way to go. And he'll probably win it uh, the next pay-per-view. So. But either way, um, all right. Well, on that note, uh, the votes are 3-2. to two. Chris Jericho will advance over The Miz. And moving on to the next match, we have Macho Man Randy Savage versus Razor Ramon. Scott, how about you start this one off? Ah, uh, uh, this is an interesting one because Razor to, was like, the first guy to hit four of the three or four of the rain and held that forever. I think until Jericho actually, mm. um, he kind of tried to elevate it, but it always seemed like to me when he had the title, it was always a case of when's he going to get a world title shot? Cause I mean, he had the one against Brett when he was a bad guy, but it always seemed like this is what he's got while someone else's world title guy. Like it, he kind of got stuck in that spot, he never was able to elevate out when it felt like he should have. Um, Macho Man, like I said before, he was the guy, when I first started watching wrestling, he was the IC champion. So you had Hogan doing his thing. He's the big superhero muscle guy destroying the monsters. But then Macho Man's having these crazy awesome matches with everybody. I'm like, this is the fun one to watch. Um, I know people that didn't like wrestling would see Macho Man wrestle at that era and be like, I want to see more of that. Like He was that fucking good. So it's kind of kind of hard to pick against Razor in the sense of how much he did, but his feuds were with Diesel and Jarrett and Dean Douglas and a little bit of Goldust and uh, kind of Michaels, but eh. but Macho Man, goddamn, Macho had one of the best reigns. Again, this is this nostalgia from when I remember it, but it kind of defined what that title is for me. And I still think of that when I think of it. Like, we're talking Benoit and Jericho and guys like that. What they should be. What we think of when we think of Jericho, at least. And that's what we come up with. So, I gotta go with Macho Man on this. Definitely. Alright. Uh, Peanut, how about you go for it? Uh, Macho Man. Thank you. God damn, Peanut, why damn it. You Ooh, didn't, yeah. Damn it. I was gonna fucking do that. Why are you here? For <laughs> uh, do you have any... To cast a vote? Any opinion at all over... <laughs> Razor Ramon and Macho Man, or are you just going with just Macho Man? 
uh, Macho Man. Thank you. All right. Yeah, Matt, I think he's, he's piggybacking off of mine. That's Zion. There's, there's gonna there's gonna be more to say. Sorry. Wait till wait. All right, you're going you're going first next, buddy. You better start practicing right now. All right, uh, Matt Zion, who you got in this one? Macho Man, Razor. Yeah, Razor Razor was fine, um, but like Macho Man's probably my pick to win this whole thing. So I'm gonna go with Macho Man. Okay. Uh, Lee, who you got? Oh yeah, listen. Ah, yes. There it is. Although the macho man might have just had the belt for a little cup of coffee compared to some of these people in the brackets, yeah, the macho man took the title and elevated it like nobody else did, yeah. So I'm going to take the title and I'm going to win this tournament, yeah. All right. I guess that's another one for Macho Man. Um... No, no. He clearly voted for Razor Ramon. Oh, there we go. Macho Man had it for 414 days. Razors yeah. four altogether was four hundred and thirty nine. Hey, <laughs> so that's I... a good cup of coffee for Macho. Yeah, that's a lot of coffee. He might want to go to the doctor. For... Yeah. That sounds about right. That well, if you cream. ever listen to any of my promos, you know I drink big cups of coffee. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep, and yeah, uh, as for me, yes, also uh, also going with Macho Man here. Razor Ramon. I really thought. I don't think anybody looked as cool with the Intercontinental title as Razor Ramon. I just remember him looking really fucking cool with, like, just his whole, like, look. His his hair, the toothpick, everything, and then the title just around his waist looked really fucking cool to me. I don't know why, but I always remember that. It looked really fucking was awesome. Is it, it an aura? Nope, no aura. Just the yeah, look. Yeah. Just the look. Uh, no, but, you're right. He, you, it fit him perfect. It was one of the yeah, ones that like that. That looks right there. That's he good. looked so cool as the when I was a kid. I fucking loved him as the Intercontinental Champion. But I also I think you said when you started watching wrestling, Macho Man was your first was the first champion, right? Yep. When you yeah, same here. I remember when I started watching Macho Man was the uh, was the Intercontinental Champion, and that was uh, yeah, definitely uh, not dragging it out. But Macho Man gets my uh, vote as well. So. There it is. Clean sweep for the Macho Man over Razor Ramon. Moving on to the other side of the bracket. We're talking Triple H versus the Honky Tonk Man. Peanut, I hope you practiced. Uh, you're going first. What do you got? Um, I mean, Triple H, as Intercontinental Champion, he had that cool uh, video that they used in all the highlight videos of him holding the World Championship and the Intercontinental Championship. Yeah. Uh, the Honky Tonk Man. Um, I don't know. When I think of the Intercontinental title, I kind of think he's one of those people I think of. You know, he was more of a kind of comedic act. But, I don't know. I don't really think of Triple H um, as Intercontinental Champion too much. So I'm going to go with Honky Tonk Man's. Okay. Nothing wrong with that. Uh, Matt Zion, who you got? Uh, like, Triple H didn't use the belt to become, like, heavyweight champion. Like, his heel turn with Stephanie, essentially. like Or his heel turn, I guess, before, right before when they pushed him to heavyweight. But then, like, what made him a solid heavyweight was the heel turn with Stephanie. Like, having Stephanie join him. So I don't think the IC title ever really elevated him much. I remember he had that, like, fantastic match with The Rock. Uh, I believe it was at SummerSlam for the fuck, IC title. Fuck yeah. That that was fucking yep. awesome. Like yep. that that's probably the only thing when it comes to the IC title besides losing it to Jeff Hardy that I can remember. Uh, I'm kind of I think I'm just going to give it to Honky Tonk Man because I just I just like when you think of the IC title, I always think of him. I like I always <laughs> think of him even though his matches were fucking terrible, but you know what though when he lost it to the Ultimate Warrior, that was that was amazing. 
Like that that was a fucking genuine moment. Like when you watch that, like I I didn't even obviously see it live because I don't think I was alive. But um uh the fact that like when you go back and watch that, it's an amazing, amazing moment. And the fact that it's just yeah, I just always think of the greatest intercontinental champion of all time, the honky tonk man. And I just don't think Triple H really screams I see to me, and I think Honky Tonk Man does. Neither guy's gonna win anyway. So I'm gonna pass uh, Honky Tonk Man. I respect that. Uh, I'll go first uh, or next. I don't know why I said first. Is that last time we did this <laughs> damn thing? Anyway, uh, Triple H. I didn't realize. Going back and looking, I didn't know he was Intercontinental Champion five times. I know it came near the end. He got the two title, uh, the two of them with Jeff Hardy, and he was, as you said earlier, Scott. He was the one that um, I think merged or unified the Intercontinental title, which got rid of it for a while. But yeah. Just as you said, the, the two main things I remember from Triple H's run was the amazing match with Rock, which I think is pretty fucking underrated as far as ladder matches goes. I think that may be one of the top top five ladder matches of all time, but uh, it's pretty underrated there. Um, and yeah, um, Jeff Hardy. Uh, I really liked how he ele- helped elevate Jeff Hardy and helped elevate the uh, his his movement, his momentum towards going towards the top end, which would eventually lead to Hardy going on to be a uh, top guy. Um, to me, that's the two big things for Triple H. Honky Tonk Man, obviously, fucking 454 days, which was is just insane to think about. Like, even then, at that point, the titles weren't hold, held that uh, incredibly long, and that's, that's pretty fucking impressive. Um, I don't think he elevated the title really. I mean, he was he was like the epitome of like the placeholder guy. Like they didn't really have anyone else to jump in and go for it. But I agree. Like when you think of the Intercontinental title, you fucking think for some weird reason as the guy dressed as Elvis. I, I don't know. Out of all the things people have done with the title, that's one of the big things you think of. And I think that says a lot as far as being the greatest Intercontinental champion of all time. So I'm also going to go... Uh, this is going to hurt my heart, but I'm going to pick Honky Tonk Man over Triple H. And we're going to go to Scott next. Um, yeah, Triple H didn't have it much. He had it, what, five times, he said, but yep. under 200 days. Honky had it twice as long, more than. Yep. Um, you, I, I, like, like everybody else, I think of Triple H losing it to Jeff. I think of Triple H with his thing with Rock, the, the ladder match. Um. They tried to elevate it there, and that was one of the better periods. That was after Owen and Austin, so it was still kind of up there, trying to get elevated. And then when he won it again, he it was kind of a cool thing when Benoit and Jericho were feuding at the Rumble. Then Triple H got it before that thing with Jeff. Oh, that's He's right. the second. He was the second guy after Pedro back in like the early '80s to have been world champion and then won the IC title again. Oh, that's pretty cool. Like to to win the IC or win the IC title after winning the world title. That happens all the freaking time now. But he was the second one to do that. And to think of how long it's been around, that's kind of nuts. Mm-hmm. That doesn't make him a great one at all, though. That just means okay, you're doing this. Yeah, he no one thinks of Triple did. H. Yeah, no one thinks of Triple H as an IC champion. They think of him as a 13, whatever, 10, 12 time world champion. So he's never been an IC title guy. He unified it. Well, that wasn't great for the title either. Meanwhile, Honky Tonk Man. I mean, he had it. He he took it from Steamboat. You're right. He literally came in two months after Steamboat had it, who wanted time off to be with his new kid, and they threw it on the honky. And then over a year later, he's still got it, and that leads to an amazing moment with the Warrior, which stands up now. It's still a, a nuts moment. 
And that all came about just right place, right time, and he got it, and there you go. So, I mean, Honky even said himself, he is the greatest Intercontinental Champion of all time. I gotta go with that against Triple H. All right. Well, uh, Lee, are you going to pick the same thing? Yeah, Honky Tonk, man. Best chicken shit heel run, like kind of the epitome Ever. of the chicken shit heel title run. So, uh, yeah, and he made it work because he, he had that old school kind of mentality and uh, way of working that uh, just made you want to hate him and made you want to see him get beat. Yep. Cool. All right, well, yeah, easy, clean sweep, back-to-back clean sweeps here. Honky Tonk Man goes over Triple H. Moving on to the next match, we're talking Pedro Morales versus the Ultimate Warrior. Uh, Scott, you want to kick this one off here? Um, well, Pedro's the first guy to win. Anyway, um, that that was an era when like, San Martino had it for years, so Pedro's not going back or whatever. He's got the title. The Warrior was... It's funny because I'm a big comic fan. I love the stuff, and I liked Hogan back in the day. But I liked Warrior more. He was just a little more fun, a little more batshit. So when he came along and did the thing with Honky, it was great. It was awesome. Um, it, it was so much fun. Was he good? No. Did that matter? No. <laughs> uh, in in this moment, anyway, like for the late '80s, it, it was perfect for what he did. And then, goddamn it, he went on to win the WWF Championship. Defending the IC title from Hulk Hogan. That beats out Pedro. I Pedro is one of the guys who helped define what it is, but Warrior is the only reigning IC champ to win the big one. I'm going to go with that. All right. Uh, Peanut, he got... Um, hmm. Well, Ultimate Warrior, you know, I definitely... I know him, so... <laughs> Based on that fact, uh, <laughs> I got to go with Warrior. Right. And uh, Pedro sounds Mexican, and uh, I don't think we're allowed to have them on this podcast. So. Puerto Rican. Right. Uh, uh, Close eh. enough. I instantly regret having you on the show. And we're going to go to uh, Mad Zion. Who you got? Oh, yeah, no, Scott made the perfect point. Uh, Pedro, Pedro, we built the wall to keep you out. And uh, <laughs> Ultimate Warrior. I mean, um, Scott just made the, the perfect point. Ultimate Warrior challenged the heavyweight champion at WrestleMania. If that's all, it doesn't matter that that Ultimate Warrior did nothing else of note other than beating Honky Talk Man in a really really fun moment. I don't remember anything that Pedro did, and that's just a personal you know problem. But that's also going to be the listeners' problem because fuck you, we're building that wall, baby. Get out of here, Pedro. No pesos for Pedro. Matt, and uh, Matt. Ultimate Warrior gets the win. Matt, Puerto Rico's part of the states. No, it's not. Don't hey, that's <laughs> fake news. Okay. Um, to put that in like perspective with the, the title, Triple H was world champ and won the IC title to unify it, but that means nothing compared to the other way around. So yeah, WrestleMania. <laughs> yeah, much bigger deal. Yeah. Um. Okay, Lee, who you got? Ultimate Warrior. That sounded pained. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well. <laughs> I don't, I don't really, honestly, again, I don't, I didn't watch a lot of Pedro Morales, and I don't like the Ultimate Warrior at all, I think he's dog shit, both as a wrestler and a human being, and I'm glad he's dead, but... Oh, god damn! I'll just, wow! I'll just, I'll just, uh, my condolences to his wife and kids, but you're probably better off now. 
I'm just saying. Oh, my God. Damn. Oh, so, that went from someone who's ACL tear to I'm glad you're dead. Oh, hey, listen, so it's two daughters. At least I'm putting your daddy ahead in the brackets here. So the ultimate warrior gets to go ahead. There you go. Mm. Oh, mm. my God. Wow. Well, uh, Thank my, you, Lee. Damning yeah. praise I've ever heard. So, obviously, my vote doesn't matter, but... Um, here we go. I'm pretty sad to see that Pedro is going to fall so easily to the Ultimate Warrior here. Uh, again, I just kind of – I already made the point of Don Morocco and Pedro Morales. They kind of built the title and made it what it was. But um, yeah, I'll leave you care about that. Um, no, I, I, like I think it. quite a few I'm people. On that. But yeah. you love the elevation of the Intercontinental Champion. He literally won the world title while Intercontinental Champion <laughs> – and he he literally I, elevated I'm in, not, and that I, was part of the match. I literally totally just started talking. What's going on here? Um, so, uh, yeah, I think Ultimate Warrior was probably, arguably, part of the biggest Intercontinental title match ever. Yeah, with that, with the his match with Hogan. I don't think there ever was a title match for that title, a match for that title, bigger than that, and that mo- ever. I don't think that I can recall off the top of my head. And it's crazy because the Intercontinental Champion beat the World Champion. And on top of that, it was, as you said, yeah, it was fucking Hulk Hogan. That's as big as you can get. And, yeah, even though I, I think this was probably the second hardest match for me to call. But um, I think it's, yeah, I would also pick Ultimate Warrior over uh, Pedro Morales. Um, but I just also want to point out that Pedro ended up defending his title successfully 95 times in his second title run. That's pretty impressive. But anyway, moving on to the Let next. Let me go first. We haven't even haven't even announced the winner of uh, or Yeah, but I can see it. Okay, yeah. Ultimate <laughs> Warrior wins. Going on to the next match, Bret Hart versus Mr. Perfect. Who you got, Matt? Ooh. Well, Zion. I'm gonna get even um, more. Okay. Even uh, more Zion. I said evil. Zion. What? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Me. Yeah. Fuck you. I'm gonna get. <laughs> I want to. I want to continue Lee's the, the desec- desecration of this. So it's the best stroke victim there ever was. Versus the perfect victim of death, Mr. Oh perfect. This is horrible. so. Uh, I I think that this is a pretty interesting matchup. I, I, this might be the tightest one on the entire uh, card, really, because mm-hmm. both guys are so similar, and like and they were similar around one another as well at the same time. And I remember liking both matches. I you know I always liked Mr. Perfect a little more than Bret Hart. I liked his character. I always found his matches to be a little more entertaining because Bret, even though Bret is real good. Brett always just had the same match over and over again. Like, they were always great, but it always felt like if you've seen one Bret Hart match, you've pretty much seen every Bret Hart match. Uh, God damn, I don't know. I feel like they're almost at a dead deadlock. i got to pick one. Uh, so I'm going to go with who I personally enjoyed more, and I would say that that was Mr. Perfect, even though I think I'm going to lose for sure. Uh, no, I respect that. Uh, we're going to go on to Scott. Um, This is a really hard one as well. Uh, especially since these guys literally feuded over it. <laughs> so it's yeah, kind of yeah, like, that's crazy I think thing, of yeah. one, I think of the other too. Um, Cause perfect lost to Brett and that that's what really solidified Brett's singles ability. I think uh, when he had that mania match with him um, and so much more from that. One of my favorite matches of all time is Brett and Piper at the next mania for the NC title. I just remember that match being so much fun at WrestleMania eight I think it was. And it's hard for me to not vote Brett. I'm a Canadian. Oh, no. But Perfect helped define what this goddamn title means after Warrior had it. Like He helped bring in the work rate back from the Savage Steamboat kind of thing 
after Warrior and kind of reconditioned you to think this is what this title means. And then Brett carried it from there and then Michaels comes along and et cetera, et cetera. So Perfect really helped redefine it, but I think it meant more to Brett in this overall and he did more with it. Um, He was one of those guys I remember early on uh, when they called it a fighting champion. He would just defend all the time against everybody. And there were always, yeah, they're always similar, but I always liked what they were. So <laughs> I'm going with Brett. Big surprise, I know. It's my avatar, but I don't care. Brett All right. All right uh, one for each. Uh, I guess I'll go next. Um, this is, goddamn, yeah, definitely the hardest match to call here in the first round. Um, two of the greatest wrestlers of all time, uh, arguably, and two of the greatest Intercontinental Champions of all time. Uh, I can see these guys easily have possibly been in the finals against each other. But they happen to not. They happen to face each other in the first round. So get, somebody's getting fucked here. And when, at the end of the day, I go back and think, who was the greatest Intercontinental Champion of all time? On one hand, you got Bret Hart. On the other hand, you got Mr. Perfect. But goddamn, guys, I think of Mr. Perfect way more than I do of Bret Hart as the Intercontinental Champion. Both guys did an amazing job putting the title in the best match of the night every single night for, for the whole, what, Vince Perfect held it for like 400 days and Bret Hart held it for almost 300 days, which both the guys did a great job uh, making the title what it is and carrying on the title as the worker man's title. And at the end of the day, though, this is a, a basically a fucking tie. It's just who do I see holding the title when I close my eyes, and that's that's Mr. Perfect. That I think is... it also has to do with the fact that, like, when you think of Brett, even though Brett did go from IC to, to heavyweight, like, it helped evaluate him, it hurts them a little bit, I think, when you think of a lot of these guys as heavyweight champion over IC, mm-hmm. and, like, Mr. Perfect that is, is true. solely IC. Like, he never, he never was... went to the heavyweight. Yeah, I was going to say that. We we said that with Triple H. I was going to say, like, a lot of memories, I'm sure people think of Brett's five world titles or his tag titles. I specifically remember the IC, so I'm able to really focus in there. But Mm -hmm. it was with Perfect, and yeah, so it's a very good point. Yeah, that's that's an amazing point. Yeah, because to me, Mr. Perfect is, like, the Intercontinental fucking title. So, uh, anyway, um, Peanut, who you got? Well, the last one minute of this podcast yeah, we're done. was we're done now. <laughs> <laughs> no, i mean the last uh, if you listen back the past minute that's basically what i was going to say oh, okay uh when you first said we were doing this tournament the first person i thought of was mr perfect so i have to go with mr perfect because he was honestly the first person i thought of mm-hmm. when we when i found out we were doing the greatest intercontinental champion of all time okay. so based on that fact i gotta go with mr perfect that's a good reason right there. Best best reason you've given the entire time. Uh, Lee. Right. The only reason he's given. That's true. That's true. <laughs> Lee, who do you got? Both both these guys made the belt elite. Like, they made it cool again and really elite and really made it, like, that just amazing title to watch. But Mr. Perfect had the – I think Mr. Perfect just pulled it off more cooler. Like, Bret Hart, again, like Matt said, Pretty much every match he had, especially with this belt, was just the same fucking match over and over again. Mr. Perfect was a bumping fucking freak. He, he made his opponents look great. Uh, the only unfortunate thing with Mr. Perfect is that his career shortened. It, it was, you know, the Lloyds of London thing, and he said, oh, I hurt my back. Oh, dear. I'm going to take some time off and collect some nice sweet insurance money. And 
unfortunately, that kind of killed his career. Got really stopped him from getting to that world uh, title uh, sort of ranking. But um, still, Mr. Perfect goes ahead. I just like his work better than uh, Bret Hart's, and I like his character better. And I think he did a li- bit more with the belt, just as far as a perfect combination of character and uh, and title reign. So, cool. Well, there it is. Uh, four to one. Bret Hart goes down. Mister Perfect advances. I'm fine with that. Even yeah, yeah. <laughs> Still, I, I think yeah. yeah. That's everybody. Yeah, that's a good one. That's that's a fair one for that. Yeah. Yep. Um, all right. So moving on to the last match in the first round, we have Shawn Michaels versus Santino Morella. Okay. Uh, there was a lot of controversy here, uh, debating on whether or not Santino needed to be in this tournament period. Uh, Rab was the big proponent on putting Santino in, but he is not here. So I, I'm kind of going to go first, but obviously Shawn Michaels wins by default for me. I'm just going to ask why the fuck is Santino in this bracket when guys like Randy Orton, fucking Edge, Jeff Jarrett, fucking Stone Cold, The Rock, Cody Rhodes. I feel like all these guys should have been in it instead of Santino, but Peanut okay. is here to uh, to explain to us why Good Santino needs to be in this bracket. So, Peanut, you're going to go next. I pick, I pick Shawn Michaels. Who do you pick? And please tell us why Santino needs to be here. Well, that's an impossible task. Um <laughs> Um, Santino needs to be here because he made children in the front row laugh. Based on that, my vote goes to Shawn Michaels. No, you told us before we fucking started, you're going to, you're going to be Rab. You're going to be Rab's voice here. What? Uh, I'm American. I can't do that. Oh my God. Rab wasn't going to vote for Santino. He just uh, wanted him on the list. You know that. He, Okay. Can I, I'll, I'll say what it was. He thought it was entertaining. He thought it was more entertaining than anything Orton did or Edge or all these ones. And he was looking at it from that aspect of it. Because the other reigns weren't as impressive. Now, as far as I'm concerned, Shawn Michaels wins. And we can, we can have Santino be there. We can put Edge. We can put Orton. I'm willing to say if anybody can name anybody not already on the list that would beat Shawn Michaels, we accept that vote. Because I can't think of anybody. So, Michaels had good reign, a good reign with it. He or good three reigns. He had traded with Janetti briefly. Um, he lost. He didn't lose his smile. He got beat up out of a nightclub or whatever. It wasn't that great. It was literally he's biding his time before the world title. If anyone ever was, it was him. Santino had an amazing moment with Umaga. Yeah, his debut. I, got. I, that, I remember like, two that was things. A, that was a cool moment, but. Yeah, I literally remember two things from Santino. I remember his debut when Vince called him into the ring and he fucking somehow beat Umaga. Fucking Lashley, Lashley came out. Somehow. Yeah. yeah. And then I remember the honkometer, which is what I think that was. Rab was big on the honkometer, which is like every every week he would come out and he was like he would keep track of the weeks leading up to he wanted to pass Honky Tonk Man's reign as champion. And each week, like he would have, there was a little graphic that would pop up on the screen. Those are literally the only two things, but nothing nearly as good as anything that Jeff Jarrett no. ever did with the interaction with Beth Phoenix. Yeah, I think Rab would have. The third good thing was when he got kneed in the head by Regal, who won the belt off him. Mm. He sold that great. Like that's it. The, the Santino's no. If anyone can say anyone better than Michaels, go for it. <laughs> So, all right, Beth Phoenix, Matt. Beth Phoenix is the best IC champion of all time. Uh, China way better. 
<laughs> no, I mean, like, yeah, his interaction with Beth Phoenix. I, I always enjoyed their, like, abusive relationship, how she was the man and he was the bitch. Mm-hmm. That was fun. <laughs> yeah, well, it, it uh, was pretty great. Yeah, it's just Shawn Michaels. Honkameter was pretty fun, but I still stand by it. He had no business being on this list. I would have put uh, Orton or Edge on the list instead. Mm-hmm. All right, and Lee. Comedy characters have no business being on this fucking list, and Santino Morella has no business being on anyone's fucking list of anything except for biggest dog shit characters and wrestlers ever. Oh. Go fuck him. And him. best Unibrow. He did yeah, a good you, can go fuck, you can fuck right off. Oh, okay. I hate Santino. All right. Well, there you go. With that, Shawn Michaels will advance to the next round. And another clean sweep there. That's, uh, what, three in the first round. All right, so here we go. Moving on to the second round, we have... Rick Rude versus Jeff Hardy. Um, uh, Lee, how about you go? Do I have to keep going? Uh, Are you singing Adele? Because I'm down to join you. I'll do the vocals. <laughs> no, I was I was doing his oh, I was doing his stripper his, his stripper song. Sounded like Adele. Oddly enough, it sounded like a slow version of Jeff Hardy song. <laughs> Oh, oh, okay, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> no, if it makes it, if it makes any of you feel better, he had Jeff Hardy's face airbrushed on his tights while he was doing his dance, oh, and okay. he still wins. So you're going rude, okay, uh, Scott? Um, I was gonna do the Hardy theme, but no. Um, no, everything we said before about Rude having more with what he did versus Hardy. Like Hardy had some fun wars, but I think Rude just had a better one reign than everything Hardy did. Hardy did some cool stuff all over the place, but Rude did more with one three-month reign. So, Rude. Uh, Matt Zahn? Yeah, I don't know anything that Rude really did, and I know Jeff, so I'm going to be that pile of shit, and I'm going to vote for Jeff. Okay. Uh, No, I'm going to go next. I'm going to go next, and you know what, Matt? You, uh... You may not know what he did, who what Rude did, but uh, you wouldn't be missing much because, as I already said, I still am saying Rude is extremely over. He's a good wrestler. He's a great character. He deserved to be Intercontinental Champion, but his run was not fucking good. It was completely made by Ultimate Warrior. I stand by that 100%. Um, I, I do not dislike Rick Rude at all. I actually I do like Rick Rude, but... <coughs> when you're talking about greatest intercontinental champion of all time, he is completely made by the ultimate warrior. And I would almost put his fucking reign under the ultimate warrior. I mean, that's a little unfair, but uh, as far as Jeff Hardy goes, Jeff Hardy had a lot more memorable matches, a lot better opponents. He actually did what he actually used the title for what it is supposed to do. Help elevate you up to the championship. He uh, did exactly what the intercontinental title stands for. Putting the putting on the best show, uh, putting on the best match of the night, and I'm I'm gonna go with Jeff Hardy as well. You're not alone on this one, Matt. Uh, but <laughs> thank you. <laughs> yeah, I know I know you really needed that. Um, but Peanut, that means it's tied two two. Who gets the win, Rick Rude or Jeff Hardy? Um, this is tough, but not in a in a good sense. In the sense that like I don't think either of these guys will go to the finals and win. I don't really care too much. Um, like I said earlier, I have more memories of Jeff Hardy. You know, down the line, you might not really remember any great Jeff Hardy intercontinental uh, championship feuds. 
But I still think like Jeff Hardy as an intercontinental champion overall was entertaining and fun, so I got to go with Jeff Hardy. All right. Wow. Okay. <clears throat> oh, wow. All right. Well, Jeff Hardy is going to advance three votes to two votes. Jeff Hardy, hey, Bummer, I'll throw you a... I'll throw you a bone here. Um, Jeff Hardy was IC champion when he challenged Orton for the world title. Didn't win it, but one of the few to try like that. Wow. Okay. So there you go. That's impressive. Remember, that was at the Rumble, I, I think it about was. That. And, and he was IC champion on Raw and defended it against Orton and retained. Impressive. And Orton was the world champ. So there you go. There you go. Well, there you go, folks. Now you I remember that build-up back in 07. Now you know why <laughs> he was better than Rick Rude, because he actually did mm. something. Um... So, moving on to the next match. We got, wow, this is a big one. Chris Jericho versus the Macho Man, Randy Savage. Scott, how about you kick this one off? Oh, fuck. Um, it's kind of similar to what I said about Razor and Macho Man, because Razor used to have the record of four reigns. Jericho has the record of nine, but again, nothing super noteworthy from what I was saying in there. Um, it, it was... Yeah, he's got the record, but that's not exactly great um, in its own accord. But Macho Man is is great. <laughs> so for the same reasons I put him over Razor, I'm going to put Macho over Jericho. Macho Man wins it. All right. It's one for Macho Man. Peanut, who you got? Uh, Macho Man. Thank you. Um, <laughs> you're, you're welcome. Okay. Uh, Lee, who you got? Oh, yeah, listen, Chris Jericho might have been tearing down those walls, but all that time, Macho Man was slapping Miss Elizabeth in the face with his balls, yeah. <laughs> or oh, just, yeah. Or with his hand, one or the other. That, too. Only what you got out of line. <laughs> all right, so I assume that's a Macho Man vote. Dig it. All right, there you go. Uh, that's three for Macho Man. Um... Uh, Matt Zion, who you got? I thought he was going to make a Trump joke. He was going to be like, Jericho is breaking down the walls, but I voted for Trump and he's going to build them. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> uh, yeah, Macho Man. Jer so it's basically like the, the like the most reigns versus who I consider to be the best IC champion of all time. Um, Jericho never used the belt to evaluate himself as heavyweight uh, champion. Like I, That came later on after his IC stuff was done. Macho Man's like the perfect example of somebody who took the IC title and used it to become a heavyweight champion. And, uh, you know, a lot of people would even argue that Macho was better as IC champion than heavyweight champion. Uh, and, I, I mean, I kind of do agree with that. I think that Macho was – he's just the perfect guy to hold the IC title, and he still is in one of the best IC title matches of all time versus uh, Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. So I'm going to go with Macho Man. All right. Uh, I guess I'm the last guy to go. Not really mattering here, but uh... – I mean, a lot of people, when they think of this, when they think of the Intercontinental title, like, it depends. I think your age range. I think a lot of people, the younger generation, think Chris Jericho when they think of the Intercontinental title. We're a little bit older. I think that's why we think Mr. Perfect and stuff like that, Bret Hart, whatever. Um, but uh, I think a lot of people are going to be mad that Macho Man's going to get a clean sweep because I am as well picking Macho Man. But for, for everything you guys said, I agree. Chris Jericho is it's extremely impressive he held the title nine times but nothing as like nothing huge jumped out during that time frame macho man 
just like I remember when I first started re- watching wrestling, Macho Man was the champion. I I didn't know much. I saw him as holding the belt. I thought he was like the like the main guy. I was not a big I was not a Hogan fan. I was a Macho Man fan. So I thought Macho Man was the big champion at that uh, when I was watching back in the day. Um, so I think that says a lot for like when I was younger, how high I held Macho Man up and, and that Intercontinental title. So I as well am going to pick Macho Man over Chris Jericho. And I'm sorry, guys, but Chris Jericho has just been uh, – just got the clean – He just sweep. made the list. He just made the list. <laughs> and he just got swept by the Macho Man, Randy Savage. So moving on, I think this is going to be an easy one, but we'll see how, how it goes. Honky Tonk Man versus the Ultimate Warrior. Uh, <clears throat> Scott, go for it. Oh, oh I'm dancing. Oh, uh, Warrior I beat bet. Honky <laughs> in <laughs> like 90 seconds. Yes, that is hilarious. <laughs> that. <clears throat> so, I mean, Honky's one of the greatest uh, at being the guy who you want to see get beat. Warrior's the perfect guy to beat him. Like it, This has happened to happen in the bracket, but I'm, I'm going with Warrior, not to drag things on, but... It's not just because he literally beat him to win the title. I just think Warrior did more with what he did of it and elevated than Honky. Like, Honky was main eventing all over when he had it because they had split shows back then with Hogan, whatever, and Honky and Savage, I think. But Warrior, uh, he literally did more, I I think. So, Warrior Uh, wins. All right, I'm going to go. Yeah, Warrior did more for this title than almost everybody on this list. There may be some that you can argue with, but dude, like I said, the biggest match in that title's entire history, and there's been what a hundred and forty some or a hundred and some hundred and over a hundred uh, different title changes and stuff. But Honky Tonk Man, on the other hand, though, you got to give the dude credit. He was he played the best fucking part possible as far as the guy who who did all the shady shit just to hold on to that title. And do whatever it takes to make sure he walks out. Like, I'm pretty sure more than half of his title offenses were, like, by DQ or fucking count out or some shady bullshit. And everyone wanted to see him lose. And he played that part better than a lot of people. And as great as it is, and as long as his run was, unfortunately, it uh, is not as big as Ultimate Warrior's runs, uh, runs. So... I also am picking Ultimate Warrior. Peanut, who do you have in this match? I mean, I'm actually not like a huge Ultimate Warrior fan. Um, I mean, I think Lee's a bigger fan than I am. Um, wow. Oh, God. <laughs> that bad, huh? <laughs> oh, wait. No. Um, um, hmm. Hmm. Don't listen to these people, Peanut. Make your own decision. I know. I'm. I, That's what this is about. No, I'm just like honky tonk man. I mean, like he's just when I think of intercontinental title, he's one of those people I think of as the intercontinental champion. My mind does not go there for Ultimate Warrior besides that great WrestleMania moment, a moment that uh, will live on in WrestleMania history forever. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, overall, I think honky tonk man uh, was more entertaining, uh, even to like look back on and watch. You know, because I was definitely not watching him during his initial run. Mm-hmm. But I like Honky Tonk Man more, so I'm going to vote with him. Nothing wrong with nothing wrong with that at all. That's uh, that's a valid point. Um, how about we go with Matt Zion? 
Yeah, I'm going with Honky Tonk Man. Uh, Holy Ultimate Warrior. Shit. Ultimate Warrior has one of the best IC title moments, but then you could also argue that uh, it's really more about the heavyweight title and beating Hogan than it was the IC title. Like the IC title was an aftermath because after our afterthought. Because right after that, it just nobody cared. Like that, it was all about the heavyweight title. Um, and that's and and obviously Warrior beating Honky Tonk Man was another good moment. But Honky Tonk's just that dude that you just when you think of the IC title. You think of him like it's just he's just one of those guys. He's got that. He's I, he's not gonna win this thing, but I definitely associate the IC title more with Honky Tonk Man than I ever will with Ultimate Warrior. So uh, the only reason that Warrior beat Pedro is because that wall was being built and he wasn't allowed in. So Honky Tonk Man, you get the win in my view. Let's do this thing. Let's push him forward, guys. Come on. Wow. Get fake Elvis um, to win. So that's uh, two to two, <laughs> two to two right now. Believe it or not, I did not think this was gonna be that close, but there it is, Lee. It's you all underestimated, Team Matt. Lee, it's all in your hands. Um, this is gonna be interesting. Who you got? This this all boils down to who the bigger, most bitter piece of shit is in the business, <laughs> and uh, and really, really, uh, you know, uh, the Ultimate Warrior takes the cake as far as that goes. So he has to lose. The Honky Tonk Man has to go forward yeah. because he's not as big a piece of Ooh, shit as the Lee. Ultimate Warrior was. Hold on now, Hold and on. also his. <laughs> No, you fucking hold on. Shut up. His, his run was much more significant and entertaining than the Ultimate Warriors was. No one gave a fuck about the Ultimate Warrior after he won the belt. No one can remember his IC title run that was so amazing. No one gave a crap that he actually won the belt. All they were interested in is that he was going to fight, face Hogan. That's all there was to it. It's like, oh, he runs to the ring, he runs out of breath. The honky-tonk man's got a fucking belly on him, and he still didn't get gassed in his matches. He could actually, you know, work a match. The because Ultimate he Warrior just, like, couldn't... rolled out of the ring and got countouts and, or hit people with weapons and shit. But... Still, he, you know, if Warrior did he that, he'd be dead. <laughs> True. Hey, now. Don't bring CZW into this. Dude. All right. Uh, so you're picking Honky Tonk Man. Right. All right. Well, there it is. Honky Tonk Man gets the advance. Three votes to two. Honky Tonk Man what advances. Come behind. Sweep. Yeah, advances over Ultimate Warrior. Wow, yeah, Ultimate Warrior was up 2-0 and then dropped down. All right, here we go. In the last match of the second round, Mr. Perfect versus Shawn Michaels. Uh, I guess I'll, I'll start this one off. Um, yeah, Mr. Perfect, as I already said, when I personally, when I think of the Intercontinental title, I see it around Mr. Perfect's waist. He was fucking, I just think it's a crime against the world that he was never he never went on to hold the uh world title but i think as matt pointed out earlier which i didn't think about i think that actually does help his image as being the intercontinental champion which is pretty unique to think about um and i think that's actually why i see him as a much better one of the reasons why i see him as a much better intercontinental champion than Shawn michaels Shawn michaels had some good stuff him and marty Jannetty had uh had a pretty good feud they had some decent matches and had some stuff but overall though i mean Shawn michaels did use the title as it was meant to be used for and ele- help elevate you to move on to get the world title but man mr perfect all the way for me uh hands down mr perfect over Shawn michaels we're gonna go to peanut first or next god damn who you got uh, first, okay. So, um, Next. Well, when I think of this like tournament, I'm not going by like who had the Intercontinental title, and then they used it to get the world title. I'm like, my mind's going to 
who I'm thinking of first when I think of the word intercontinental champion. And as I said last time, the first person I thought of was Mr. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Shawn Michaels is great as champion, but Mr. Perfect, I think, is the intercontinental champion. So my vote goes with Mr. Perfect. All right, there you go. Uh, Zion. Uh, yeah, uh, Michaels is a pretty good, like, he definitely deserves to be higher on the list, uh, because I think he took the belt and he continued on to what, like, Perfect and, like, Bret Hart did with it, like, Michaels made it, made it even bit better, but, again, you look at Michaels and you just kind of think of, he became, you know, heavyweight champion, I saw him as, as, like, the main event guy on their shows, whereas the IC title is kind of the secondary belt, and Mr. Perfect just kind of personifies it, like, he was... I would say he's just as good at that level, the icy level. Him and Michaels were on par with each other in terms of ability. I think Michaels obviously got much better because I still think Shawn Michaels is the best wrestler of all time, in my opinion. Uh, but Mr. Perfect is awesome. Like he's so he's so good, and I think it's it sucks that a lot of people, like of the newer wrestling fans, will never really know how good he was because he was such a larger than life character. He was he was just great in the ring. He was just so much fun. I'm going to give it to Mr. Perfect, which is not saying Shawn Michaels is bad because he was a really good IC champion, but uh, Perfect is much more associated with the IC title, in my opinion. All right, Scott. Um, Yeah, Michaels is one of the best. I mean, that's it almost seems silly to say that. Everybody knows that. Um, But his IC title history... Like, the, when you think of it, you don't really think of that, except for the ladder matches with Razor, which I'm surprised we hadn't mentioned until this point. <laughs> I honestly forgot. I'm like, oh, yeah, brought him up that was him. him. <clears throat> yeah. Now, Perfect, though, is, like, the consummate IC title guy. Like, it's... I, I, I was the only one who voted for Brett, but honestly, Perfect is a hard one to not vote, vote for. Um I, I got to go with Perfect on this because he's just so much more of an IC title guy than Michaels. Um, Michaels' reigns were kind of truncated, it seemed. Like, they, they ended weird. Um, he had the one vacated. The Dean Douglas kind of won the other one by forfeit. So only technically lost one match. Uh, here's a stat you'll like, though. They both held it 406 days. Hmm. Really? Over their reigns. They tied? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's I was like, who had it longer? Oh. Both had it 406. That's weird. So Michael's had it three but, times, though, right? Yeah. Or, yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, cool. But they, it was kind of a, a almost a passing of the torch, even though they never really fought over it, I don't believe. They might have They might have had a match here or there, but I got to go with Perfect. He's just known so much more for that IC title than Michael's is. Granted, Michael's went on to win the world title, but yeah, it, he elevated from it, but the way it always feels like is he was going to go there anyway. Here's your placeholder for now, is how it felt with him in the title. Like he, he didn't need it to get there. I felt I might be wrong on that, but gotcha. the perfect is the the more known IC title guy. That's yeah, yeah, and yes, they definitely did fight for the title. By the way, I didn't, I didn't want to jump in on you, but okay. Uh, they anyway, didn't, they didn't trade it, but yeah, they did fight. Yeah, they okay. did. Yeah, they did. Yeah, Shawn Michaels defended. It. Uh, anyway, uh, Lee, we got. Yeah, it's got to be Mr. Perfect. I'm. Honestly, I'm not a big fan of Shawn Michaels in ring. Honestly, that's probably going to get me some Whoa. criticism. But uh, yeah, I've never, will, I've never liked, indeed. I've never liked his work. Honestly, I mean, I, I recognize he's a good worker, but I just, I've never been excited by him all that much in the ring. It's, it's been more, whoever, it's been more of the opponent he's faced with that's made any of his really classic matches for me. 
And, uh, yeah, I just think of Mr. Perfect when I think of that belt, and I can't remember for the fucking life of me anything Shawn Michaels really did with that belt except for the Marty Jannetty feud and the ladder match, and those things don't really stack up to me compared to Mr. Perfect's run with it. So, Mr. Perfect... Wow, you know what? I hope that your favorite of all time, Macho Man, dies soon. I, I was about to. Say, I was about to. Wow, hope he uh, dies. He's I already he dead. Dies. But uh, I hope he gets into an automobile accident, saving his wife. It's very specific about <laughs> how I'm saying this, but I hope it happens. This this video came out in 2002. Sounds by the way. like someone's a little bitter. Oh God, watch out for that pole, dig it. <laughs> That's what I used to tell Miss Elizabeth. <laughs> oh, there it is. <laughs> Uh, what you for the door frame? With with you saying that though, that's uh, that's gonna make our <clears throat> our greatest wrestler of all time bracket pretty interesting tournament that we're gonna do later on. That's gonna, <laughs> I was thinking that too. Yeah, as soon as you said that, I was like, wow, that's gonna make things interesting. All right, anyway, that's later on. We're right now. We're in the uh, semifinals. We're talking Jeff Hardy versus Macho Man. I'll go first. First of all, how the fuck is Jeff Hardy? In the semifinals of this tournament, I easily he's better than Rick Rude, Tito Santana, and Don Morocco. He is it's not what the heart do. No, no. You remember the tag tournament? I remember the tag tournament, and there, the Hardy Boys are the Hardy Boys. I can see that happening, but as far as Jeff Hardy and against Morocco, Santana, and uh, okay, I, I I I agree with Rude, but I mean, once you look at it this way though, if if it was Macho Man in his IC title prime. Versus Jeff in his IC title prime. That would have been a fucking awesome match. I, I that do real agree. Good. Like, that would have been a WrestleMania IC title, second only to the main event match. Yeah. That would have been fucking great. So how dare you? Don't talk down to Jeff. Just fucking vote for Macho Man. Stop your propaganda yes. nonsense so I can vote for Jeff Hardy to piss you off. Let's go. Because <laughs> <laughs> well, Macho, Macho's gotten clean sweeps all the way so far. He has, and the fact that he got a clean sweep against Chris Jericho easily shows that he's going to make it to the finals. Um, yeah, Macho Man by far over Jeff Hardy. Jeff Hardy, it's a miracle he made it this far. He is uh, he is a great wrestler, was a good Intercontinental Champion, doesn't even come close to the Macho Man. And his his Macho Man's one match against Steamboat, even when Macho Man lost that match, he was indeed a greater intercontinental champion from one match than Jeff Hardy uh, was. So um, I'm going to, yeah, pick macho man and we're going to go on to Matt. We'll let you, let you go next since you want to do something interesting here. Jeff Hardy is the greatest wrestler that ever lived. The greatest lover that ever loved. And I'm definitely voting for macho man. Obviously you think he's probably the best IC champion of all time, but I think Jeff did deserve to be higher up on the list for sure. I think he deserves this spot, but he definitely doesn't deserve to go into the finals. I agree with that. All right. Well, that's two for Macho Man. Peanut, who do you got? Hmm. Macho Man. (laughs) (laughs) He gave that one some thought. You know what? I'm going to pick. Yeah, I'm going to pick Macho Man. Okay. All right. Well, that's three for Macho Man. Scott, who are you going with? Um. Yeah, Macho Man. We got a 16-man tournament. There's been 160 IC title reigns, and we were scraping for some names. I'm not saying Jeff Hardy's one of those, but it just was like, oh, we got him in there because he had a noteworthy run, I guess. Sure. When I think IC title holders, I don't think Jeff Hardy off the bat. I think of him because I think of guys who went on to do some stuff who also held it. So Macho Man, though, yeah, he did a lot. He's one of the biggest names ever. But his Isotetal reign was just that good. So, Macho Man. 
and people that are rich and <clears throat> that love the uh, history of titles are really going to be mad that uh, Jeff Hardy made it as far. But that's uh, that's that's unfortunate for them. So leave. You're talking about I love title history, and I'm fine with him being that far. What are you yeah, talking I about? I think he's fine being there. You just fucking need any you're... reason to bury somebody. I think you he's one of the better parts I... of you his era. A fucking politician, bro. You'd be great at. You're saying you're, you're, you're saying all I'm you're doing is Jeff talking Hardy. the opponent down. You're saying you are. I... You're always talking the opponent down instead of talking your guy up. That's you're so political. You're saying I'm burying Jeff Hardy. <laughs> Meanwhile, I fucking love Jeff Hardy. I don't. There's no burying it at all. It's. I'm just saying that he should have never came close to being. Don Rocco, that's all I'm saying. Anyway, uh, let's see what you but got. That's here. your opinion, and uh, that's what your opinion, your opinion matters. So, Lee, it was my vote, and my vote was the minority, so it didn't advance. So, Lee, who do you got? Listen, let me tell you something. This Jeff Hardy should have renamed himself Jeff Hardly because he hardly stands <laughs> a chance against the Macho Man. Yeah, he's gone. All right, he's gone. There you go, uh, Macho Man. No matter what tournament we do, we have to put Macho Man in, and that's why. Yep, Macho Man gets another <laughs> clean sweep to the finals. That says a shitload right there in itself. But anyway. Uh, no, it doesn't. It just says a Macho Are you no. taking another shot at Jeff Hardy? Holy fuck. No, I'm <laughs> taking a shot. I'm not taking a shot at anyone. I'm saying it says a lot that Macho Man got a clean sweep showing that he's fucking amazing. That's literally. This is, this is, this is Jake. It's it's so, no, no, no. I'm just saying that Macho's really good and Jeff Hardy's penis is small and inferior in every way. <laughs> You're crazy. Uh, I'm Don Morocco was. No. Uh, you're Don Morocco was in the semifinals. There definitely wouldn't nope. have been a clean sweep. No, nope. you guys are. 100% wrong. Uh, no, there, I said that 100% to say that Macho Man is fucking amazing, and it says a lot that he beat guys like Razor, Chris Jericho, in clean sweeps. That says a lot. That's literally he what vote, I meant. Vote, uh, you notice he don't left out Jeff Hardy? When I, he I did leave out Jeff Hardy. Yeah. <laughs> you're right. Yeah, I appreciate your support, but you're really being hard on this Hardy kid. Yeah. Know? Come on. After okay. uh, Honky Talk and Mr. Perfect, though, let's do what we all, we agreed on. Uh, nobody really heard this because we talked about it before, but we're going to do Macho Man versus either Honky Tonk Man or Mr. Perfect, whoever wins, uh, versus Daniel Bryan for the best IC <laughs> champion of all time. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> when did you talk about that? Was I in the room? Got a four. Yeah, got a, it, was, it was coded in the three round by. All right. Anyway, uh, the Honky Tonk Man versus Mr. Perfect. Uh, Peanut, go for it. So far, you've been saying both of these guys are who you see as the Intercontinental Champions. This I should be big for you. I was going to say these are number two and number three. Uh, I mean, one, two, and three on my list. don't want to spoil anything. You kind of did. Um, <laughs> uh, these guys are the, in the top three of who I think of. Uh, Honky Talk Man is great, but I think, as I kind of said last time, I, Mr. Perfect is the Intercontinental Champion. I got to put him through into the finals. Say that one more time just so you feel good about it. Just one last time, that last sentence. Don't do it. Uh, Don't let him fucking push you around. Actually, I'm going to vote for Jeff Hardy. I actually, I, I, <laughs> I kind of zoned out for real. I didn't hear who you picked. Who was it? I didn't want to, I didn't want to embarrass said, myself uh, by ask. You picked Miss Perfect? Okay. <laughs> no, I actually, I did not hear what you said. So, okay. Um, Wow, phenomenal job as a moderator. I am the this, good. I this, am the moderator that this. listens to all. All right, Lee, who you got? Yeah, I got to go, Mister Perfect, this time around because uh, I, I'd say both of these guys had probably the most um, sort of in the transitional period of the title from like uh, uh, classic era to uh, modern era. Like these guys were sort of in the last years of the 
of the of the uh, classic era and kind of moving on into the into the sort of modern era of the IC title to a certain degree. And I'd say these two had the most significant heel runs with the belt. Um, and I think Mr. Perfect just did it slightly better because he was a great heel with the belt and he was also the heel who could defend the belt and actually win matches. You know, he didn't have to take the cheap way out necessarily. So I liked his stuff better in that, in that regard. So he gets the nod over honky tonk, man. All right. Uh, Scott. Um, all, all of that pretty much. Uh, these are guys who both kind of got this far and I don't mean this in any negative way, but they got this far because when you think of IC title holders, you think of these two guys. And for very similar reasons, but different as well, because, well, Honky was the one you wanted to see beat and always cheated his way out of it, and you wanted to see him get his comeuppance. Perfect was the one you wanted to see get beat. But he was just good enough to not get beat. And he cheated, or had Heenan out there helping or something. It was like, oh, he doesn't need to cheat, but he does. God damn it. The good guy almost got him this time, and that's, that's how it always went. Um, I always enjoyed Perfect more than Honky Tonk in that regard. The, seeing his matches were just more, there was more to it. It was more interesting. So I'm going with Perfect. All right. Uh, I guess I'll go real quick. Uh, yeah, Honky Tonk Man was fun. He did what he had to do. He held the title while really nobody else was around to do it. That's pretty much the purpose he served. And he did it fucking great. He, he really did a good job with it. And. These are the two, in my opinion, like when you think Intercontinental Champion, these are the top two guys you think of, like as far as like just visualizing who the Intercontinental Champion is, Uh, not necessarily who the greatest champion was of all time. But when you think of who it is, these are the top two names you probably think of off the top of your head. Well, and Jericho, but okay. Anyway, um, but guys, it's fucking Mr. Perfect. He was amazing. The matches were fucking great. It just... There's no real, the bottom line, no real comparison between these two besides the length of title run is the only thing really holding Honky Tonk still in this tournament, I think. And, yeah, that's pretty much it. I He did have it for the longest, and I don't see anybody ever topping that. And that's cool that a guy that dressed like Elvis is probably going to go down as the longest champion ever, intercontinental champion ever, which is fucking awesome. But Mr. Perfect, bar none, is in this match the greatest intercontinental champion of all time, in my opinion. That's Mr. Perfect. So, uh, who didn't go? Matt, you didn't go yet, right, Zion? Yeah. Okay, go for it. Uh, This match is almost as easy to call as Randy Orton's bloodlust and killing tiny Indian midgets. After Jinder Mahal won the WWE title last night as of filming this. Uh, Yeah, it's it's no brainer. But Honky Tonk Man, good stuff for what he, you know, what he was going for and what they wanted him to do. Perfect for that. But Mr. Perfect gets the win. No, no, uh, no real problem there. All right. So that's Mr. Perfect advancing to the finals to face off against Macho Man. And just looking at the, like, when you're looking at the brackets, is this who you saw initially in the finals? Uh, Macho for sure. I thought, who's the other one that I saw? I thought it was going to come down to probably like either these two or uh, I thought Jericho was going to have a chance to be there. But then once I saw him on the Macho Man one, that was that was the end of Jericho. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I thought thought Macho Hart. Yeah, I'm realizing aside from my Bret Hart pick, both of these guys made it with clean sweeps, I think. 
Uh, yes. No, the perfect sweep, Michaels. Mm, yeah, I think so. Yeah. yeah, nobody voted for Michael. Yeah, yeah, good yeah, call. So, yeah but he, didn't, he didn't sweep Brent, though. You fucked him. You yeah, didn't make yeah, it perfect. That's that why he's going to lose day. this whole tournament. Good job. Yeah, yeah. good <laughs> shit. We could have had a uh, undefeated guy versus undefeated guy in the finals, but you fucked that. No, I'm kidding. Um, no, that against Bret Hart, that's perfectly fine. But no, I, I honestly thought it was going to be Mr. Perfect versus Chris Jericho based off of, like, uh, our pattern for liking more recent stuff over the older generation stuff. So I'm actually yeah, surprised to see Macho Man in there. Not saying that he doesn't deserve it. Not saying he doesn't deserve it. I picked Macho Man over Chris Jericho, but I'm just saying I thought initially it was going to be Jericho versus Perfect. Um, but I didn't. Yeah. So uh, here we go, guys. Does anybody want to start this one off? I always ask that before we go on to the final one. Peanut. I think I trust Peanut. Oh, God. I think Peanut should go last in case we're at a No, a I trust Peanut. Okay. You asked, and I said I want Peanut to go first. Okay. He, I, I love you, Peanut. You have won my love back over. All right, Peanut. Awesome. Uh, well, I'm going to sway everyone's opinion here um, <laughs> with my main event pick. Uh, and uh, Macho Man, thanks. <laughs> you got me. Yep, you're the, I agree. You're the, you're the wow, man. That's you. why you're eloquent. Having counts. Yep. Uh, Scott, who do you have in this one? Uh, okay. Um, um, well, again, when we think back on these guys, perfect. We just said perfect is kind of the, the prototypical guy you think of when you think of this stuff. You might not think Macho Man first, but I, I did like what Macho Man had more, maybe. But then he went on to be the world champ and all that fun stuff, and that was great. He had one of the best matches, but again, I love Brett's match with Perfect as well, as I said. So, if we're talking the greatest IC champion, like, what they did with the title and where they went from from there, you kind of got to go with Macho Man for the world titles eventually and stuff, but I think Perfect had the better actual reign, or reigns, as the champ. Um, even though he did drop it to Kerry Von Erich for, I think, a couple days. Um, he got it back, and he made the most of it, and it it really is a toss-up. I almost want to flip a coin just to pick which one, but I'm going to go with Perfect, I think, and I'm kind of surprised by myself on that, but after the whole tournament, everything I've said about Perfect just outweighs Macho just a little bit in my eyes, so I'm going with Perfect. Okay, nothing wrong with that. Uh, Zion, who you got? Yeah, no, Macho Man. Uh, there's only one reason why I think he gets the win on it is because he completed the final reason why the IC title is supposed to be the IC title. Uh, Perfect never became heavyweight champion, and it elevated Macho Man to heavyweight title status. But like, it never the, the difference between like Michaels or Bret Hart is I feel like their run as heavyweight champion overshadowed. They run as IC champion, but Macho Man's IC title, I think, overshadowed his heavyweight title. Not not completely. It's very <clears> close. <throat> but I always do think of the IC title on Macho before I think of the heavyweight belt. So I think uh, Macho Man takes it. God damn it, that's a really good point. <laughs> All right. Um, I guess I'll jump in there. Uh, oh, this is uh, this is pretty difficult. Um. Personal wise, if I like look through it, yeah, these would this would be my finals. This is not what I thought it was going to be, but if I did it by myself, did the tournament by myself, th this would be the finals probably for me. Um, so it's pretty interesting. Um, I, man, Macho Man had some fucking great rivalries as the fucking champion. I mean, fucking Steamboat, uh, 
He had good stuff with Santana, even George Animal Steel, which I don't think we even fucking brushed on that yet. There was some fucking great stuff with that. Uh, but that match with Steamboat, though, possibly one of the greatest intercontinental title matches, period. It's definitely up there. I, you know what? I think we might need to do a bracket on that one day. 16 of the greatest intercontinental title matches. There's a lot. There's the ladder matches. There's a lot of stuff. Anyway, uh, sorry, I get sidetracked. These, but uh, that's a lot for Macho Man. Mr. Perfect, though, it's got a lot fucking too, dude. It's the it's the guy. To me, is Mr. Intercontinental title. <laughs> he is Mr. Intercontinental title to me. Um He's everything that the title represents as far as the worker's worker going out there and fucking just nailing it, man. So, this is fucking tough. But, man, I, I'm sorry. When At the end of the fucking day, as I always say, I'm just looking at it, closing my eyes. Who is the greatest intercontinental champion of all time? And I... I got to go with Mr. Perfect. I got to go with Mr. Perfect. When I think of the Intercontinental Champion, I think of Mr. Perfect. When I think of some of the best matches overall, Mr. Perfect, Macho Man did have that one great one, yes. But overall, man, Mr. Perfect is going to be my selection for this uh, for this finals here. So uh, that, that unfortunately means it's going to be up to Lee. We know what you've been doing recently, but is it going to change? Here you go. Lee, it's all in your hands. It's two to two. Two for perfect. Two for Macho Man. Who do you have as the greatest intercontinental champion of all time? Okay, let me break it down for you here, Bomber, just a little bit, okay? Yeah. Listen, Mr. Perfect is a great wrestler. Yeah, he had a lot of great matches as IC champion. He had curly blonde hair, and he had a really cool singlet. Yeah. He beat the Texas Tornado, only had one foot. Yeah. But there's one thing, one thing that Mr. Perfect didn't have that the macho man Randy Savage had, yeah. And you know what that is? What's that? You want to know what that is? Yeah, what's that? He never got to bang Miss Elizabeth on a condominium on the moon, yeah. And that's why I'm the greatest champ of all time. Take it to the bank, take it to the pay window, yeah, tickets. But what if it comes out that he did get to bang Miss Elizabeth that raw would, dog style? Whoa. That would like be fake photos like Ric Flair had. Yeah. That sounds like something Ric Flair would have said, and he's a liar. <laughs> he's a liar. <laughs> well, I assume with that, ladies and gentlemen, that means the Macho Man is going to get the win as the greatest intercontinental champion of all time. And um, Bomber, can yeah. I just say... The fact of how much deliberation we both had, yeah. uh, yes, <laughs> sure, agreed, right? I like, can, I can, I can see it. You, I had not. Everyone, heard ha- everyone has an opinion as long. Everyone has an opinion as, on that one. No, but you, you, you deliberated so long on that one, almost with Macho. So did I. It. This could have easily been a clean sweep if not for just ah, maybe this. I it th- could have been a sweep for Macho all the way. I think as the poor queen said, resistance is futile. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think out of all our tournaments, this is probably the closest finals match that we've had that I can recall off the top of my head. But um, and guys, if this is your first time watching Best in the Business, the greatest intercontinental chain of all time, we have other brackets, other tournaments. We break it down. We've done a thirty-two bracket tournament. 
for the best WrestleMania main event of all time. Um, and a lot of others, greatest hardcore wrestler of all time, and so on and so forth, tag team, all that. All that good stuff, and we got more to come, but Macho Man gets the win here. Guys, are you satisfied? Is everybody satisfied with this? Peanut, are you happy? Yeah, I predicted it from the start, so I'd like to say I kind of carried the whole bracket. So, yeah, I'm satisfied. You did. Okay, and ladies and gentlemen, I hope you enjoyed Peanut's very last time ever on this show. Uh, See you later, buddy. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Future endeavors. But no, but uh, seriously though, guys, it was fun. Hope you guys enjoyed, and we will catch you guys on the next bracket in the next tournament. Uh, bye. Jinder Mahal, champion, champion. WWE champion. Jinder uh, Mahal, com. Get it all in there. I was, yep, yep. Scott knew where I was going. Audiotrial.com, yeah. <laughs> Let's <laughs> not plug anything. <laughs> Let's plug ourselves first. Blue Apron, yeah.